Blog Talk Radio. Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. presents our live on-air call-in show. We're opening up the phone lines to our listeners for live on-air readings. Do you have a concern, or is there a situation you'd like guidance with? Get your question ready and join us by calling 1-646-716-5510 or by using the Skype button on the Firefly Willows L.I.V.E. show page at Blog Talk Radio after the show begins broadcasting. We're excited. Give us a listen. Firefly Willows L-I-V-E, helping you find and shine your inner light. I was born with my back to the stars. Turn me over. I'd like to see. Here comes the morning to end our dream. Turn me over. I'd like to see. I was born with my back to the stars. Please see that they tell my truth. See that they tell my truth. And welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us here again this month. This is our monthly call in show that happens every fourth Sunday of the month that allows you to call in and receive a reading during the show. Uh, And I would encourage you, if you would like to take advantage of that, to go ahead and get into the queue uh, by either connecting in from the show page or calling 646-716-5510. My name is Hi C, and I am the host of a couple of shows here. One is called Revolution, which airs on the second Sundays of each month, as well as co-host of the Amethyst Oracle, which airs on the second Tuesday of each month. You can find those and all of the shows that air here in the archives here on Blog Talk if you'd like to listen to any of the previous episodes. You can also find them on iTunes as well for listening, downloading, or subscribing to. So I would encourage you to do that, to check out some of the other shows. I think that you would certainly find some very interesting, worthwhile, and useful information um, in all of those. And you can find out more about me by visiting my website at tarotbyhighc.net, or you can find me on Facebook. Uh, just do a search for Tarot by High C or go to facebook.com slash C. You can find out information for setting up a private session with me if you would like to do uh, more work or go more in-depth or have other questions. Uh, During this show, we usually ask that you limit your questions to one um, in order for us to get through as many people as possible during the show. But during a private session, we have more time to explore multiple questions and to also explore a little more deeply into questions that we might be asking about. Uh, I offer sessions in person if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area, as well as uh, by Skype, phone, FaceTime. So there's no technological barrier that prevents us from being able to do a session wherever you might be in the world. So uh, again, you can find information about that Um, because I offer private sessions for readings as well as ritual consultations, magic consultations. So uh, you can find out more about that at tarotbyhighc.net. So I think we will go ahead and move into our first caller. And this looks like it is someone calling from area code 408. Are you there, area code 408? 
Hello. Hello. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hi, I see. This is Robin from San Jose. Well, hello, Robin. Thanks for calling in. Hi. Thank what you. is it what is it that we could look at for you today in a reading? Um, I'm interested in uh changing jobs. I had a phone interview last week and I'm just wondering if that will go anywhere or if I need to continue sending out resumes. Okay. I'm encouraged that you had the interview last week based on some astrological things that are happening. Um, and hopefully we will see that that's going to move to fruition. We're, we're getting ready to go into a Mars retrograde from April 17th through the end of June. This is for anyone, not just, <laughs> not just affecting you. Um, and uh, that can indicate a period where we may see a bit of a slowdown in things. We may find that there are delays or that things don't move forward quite the way that we would like. Plus, we don't want to necessarily push too hard during that time. So we'll see what the cards say here. But let's say, for example, that it shows we need to keep sending out resumes. I would encourage one to really do that within the next week or two to just like go hardcore in terms of whatever you need to do to move things forward, whether it's reconnect with someone um, that you interviewed with, whether it's to get resumes out there, but you really would want to do that kind of thing within the next couple of weeks before the 17th. So just wanted to toss that out, not just for you, but for everybody listening, that that's kind of what we're moving into. So there we are. <laughs> I have done that. Um, so let's see. Well, we have some very nice cards coming up here. The very first card that came up is the Nine of Wands, and that is a card that often indicates um, achieving or accomplishing something, especially if we have put a lot of energy into it um, or we feel like we have exhausted all of the uh, means, possibilities, or things that we could possibly do in order to make it happen. But the fact that it's a nine often indicates that we are reaching completion of or achievement of something. Um, did you go through like multiple interviews and things at this place? Um, it is, I just went through the first round out of four. Okay. So the nine of wands would say that there may be multiple things to have to go through. Like we've really got to go through a number of hoops in order to get this to happen. But the nine of wands is very encouraging in the sense that it says if we're willing to do that and it really encourages us to bring all of our energy to put our, you know, to bring our best foot forward every single time. Um, so don't like go into the third interview slacking off a little bit or, you know, that kind of thing. Make sure that you're well rested, et cetera, for the second one, the third one, the fourth one, because the nine of wands is very encouraging that that will pay off um, by really approaching it that way and being up to the challenge or up to the task of everything it takes. Um, and the, the short-term card, which shows us kind of what's the next step or what's the more immediate outcome, is the strength card. So if nothing else, this shows us that you're in a really strong position as of this first interview. Uh, so, again, it's very encouraging. Um, this would also encourage you, when you go into future interviews, to really make sure that you are highlighting your strengths. Um, even if they ask questions about what are your 
you know, weaknesses or that kind of thing, if they kind of phrased it in some way that was, was just designed to see what is it that you feel you're not so good at kind of thing, make sure that you shift it around to illustrate strength. So like the strength card can represent having overcome our personal demons. So it, it would be indicating that not spending a lot of time on what the weakness is, but immediately shifting it to the strength aspect. So if somebody asked us about, well, it looks like you had anger management classes, <laughs> um, you know, then the strength card would say, it's true, I did used to, to, to be challenged with that. However, since then, I have blah, 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 blah. And so we've immediately kind of acknowledged but moved beyond whatever the weakness was in order to stay very focused and to leave them with the bigger and final impression of what the strength is rather than the weakness. So we wouldn't want to end a question like that by saying, so hopefully I've learned my lesson and I'm not going to make that kind of mistake again. Because that think, really think in terms of that final statement, final moment, so that you end it on the high or the strong note rather than repeating or reiterating the, the, the weaker aspect at the end. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Thank you. Okay. Um, this may take a, a little bit of time. The tower card is reversed here, which says that um, they may not be in a rush to try to shake things up. Uh, so they may be taking their time with this rather than trying to do it, you know, as quickly as possible. But it still seems to indicate that you're in a very strong position at this point for what they're looking for. Uh, and therefore, I would really continue to put a lot of energy in there. Um, you know, the Six of Swords comes up in the reversed, especially it's in the position of what would be not so helpful or not what wouldn't help us at this time. Six of Swords actually upright would indicate more of the sending more resumes out. And oh. the reversal would say that we don't necessarily need to be doing a lot of that. So if we take the strength card into that, that would say if you have identified one or two other places that are really, really, really strong uh, candidates for where you would like to work or the kind of thing that you're looking for, then send resumes there, but don't just blanket them out. You know, don't just send resumes out to all sorts of places, just focus, focus, focus into those really strong places. And that goes back to that nine of wands as well, which says I'm going to channel all of my energy towards the thing I really want to achieve rather than scattering my energy, just trying to throw it out there and see what happens. Okay. Um, so you, you can still send, and I would especially do that within you know the next week or two, uh, this week especially, because Mercury does a lot this week astrologically, which means communication is really key during this week, um, so that there's a lot that is enhancing communication. There is a lot that allows communication to really be flowing and popping and happening over the lines, you know. Um, so it, this is a really good week to be doing that. But again, this would say be, be more targeted, be more focused, and just send it to places that you feel you would have a really strong chance with or that are really strong in terms of your list of where or the kind of job that you would like to work at. But you're in a really strong position with the one that you interviewed at. So I think that you have... Um, uh, really good prospects there as well. Wonderful. Thank you so much. All right. Well, thanks for calling in. Thanks, I see. You're welcome. Enjoy the rest of the day. You too. Okay.
Bye-bye. All right. So, well, that one went rather efficiently. <laughs> so I think we have time in this segment to do one more caller. So let's go to someone calling from area code 530. Are you there, area code 530? Hello. Hello. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Donna. I'm calling from Westwood, California. Hello, Donna. And what is it you would like for us to look at for you today? Oh, I just see if you had any input in relation to like traveling in the next month or so, um, be it vacation or visiting or just going day trip or something like that. Some ideas on it. All right. So I'm going to come back to there, there's a few things I'm going to, to mention here astrologically. Okay. Sorry, sorry about the shuffling. Let me shuffle very quickly, okay. and then I'll, then I'll talk. Um, so, uh, one, the fact that we have a Jupiter retrograde that started in January and goes through August shows that this is a period for contraction or staying closer to home rather than venturing outward into far away or foreign territory. So that would point to things like um, more, you know, short term, uh, yeah, like short, yeah. shorter term trips, like a weekend trip versus a long trip. It would show perhaps right. going someplace closer by to enjoy rather than thinking we have to go a long distance. Um, okay. Also, the with Mars going retrograde uh, in a couple of weeks through June, that also says we don't want to push our luck. We also don't want to try to overdo things. Mars is all about energy that we put into things and it going retrograde says we have to pull back on how much energy something takes. So things that are a little easier to do, that don't take a lot of effort, that we don't really have to try to push force to make happen are going to be far more successful and far more beneficial for us. Um, one thing that can happen over the next few months, especially is physical health issues due to exhaustion, pushing our limits, kind of, it's like running on fumes where, well, I haven't eaten, but I'll just wait till I get home and eat or, you know, well, I'm really tired, but I'm going to go on this trip anyway or something like that. So, there's a lot there that just would even indicate for the overall energy of the next few months doing things that are shorter term, shorter distance, and don't take a lot of energy but allow us to just get there and relax or don't take a lot of effort to try to actually get there. So driving a couple of hours is one thing. Having to fly 10 hours is a different thing. Um, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. uh, so really pay attention if you are planning or making plans for something that a it's something that is uh, probably closer rather than farther b doesn't okay. take a lot of time energy or resources to put into making happen and c is some place where you would go that allows you to just relax and kind of go at a leisurely pace rather than as some place that requires a lot of energy like trying to see every museum in a weekend or you know <laughs> trying to to do 117 different activities or whatever it's it's much more because uh, you'll find that things will happen unexpectedly or things will blow up in our face, meaning there may be challenges, complications, et cetera, that don't need to be there if we just don't try to push it. Right. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. So, um, you know, and looking at the card, so that's just kind of the overall energy that's going on. Okay. And, um, you know, if I look at the cards that are here, 
well, first of all, I pulled five cards, um, and three of the five cards, which means the majority, are reversed. So that means that we need to pull back or, or pull in rather than push outward right. or try to really do a lot. Um, the first two cards, which are the upright cards, are the devil card followed by the ten of wands. And both of those yep. cards being upright says that we can very, very easily overdo it push beyond limits or take on too much and then feel right. trapped or stuck in something that is not good for us. But now we somehow have kind of gotten ourselves all entangled in and we can't Very seem good. to get out of. So again, okay. leave yourself a lot of breathing room. If you plan travel, uh, you know, give yourself plenty of time. So even though you might go someplace, it's going to take a couple of hours. If there's a deadline for having to, to check in, Let's say that, that you have to check in by three in the afternoon. Don't leave at one right. in the afternoon. Thinking, okay, it takes two hours. Right. I can get there in two hours. You know, leave yourself extra time so that everything is really leisurely, relaxed, stress-free, and that you don't feel anxious about. Or And also, you know, like if somebody was going to buy a plane ticket someplace, this would actually say right. spend the extra money for something refundable. So that you right. have that that flexibility rather than spending the cheapest and then feeling trapped or stuck in something. And either you're out the yeah. money because you can't go or you go, but then you don't have a good time because it wasn't really the right time or you needed to adjust things, but you couldn't because it would be too costly to do so. Um, right. But I would... Uh, and I wouldn't do a lot. I mean, the, the Knight of Pentacles comes up reversed in the short term, which is the next one to three months, which says we don't want to, I wouldn't set any concrete goals. So I would actually be a little more spontaneous in the travel. Um, and right. that's where we can really accommodate shorter term kind of things like a Thursday saying, you know, let's go for the right. weekend over to so-and-so. We don't want to do anything where we have to do a lot of in advance kind of planning, um, which also right. goes to not suddenly having obligations we can't get out of, like a reservation we've already paid for or whatever, versus right. doing things that are a little more on the fly so that we actually have the flexibility uh, to, to do it when and how we need to, rather than feeling locked into having to do something that two months ago we wanted to do and now isn't really the right time yeah, and I can't I get out of it at this point. So if yeah. you're going to travel over the next few months, I would approach it that way and do things a little more in the moment-ish rather than right. long-term advanced planning and not to do anything that pro probably is really long distance versus is shorter and is more relaxing. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So any questions about that? No, I, that's pretty uh, That's pretty good. You know, where, where I live, there's a lot of close day trips, uh, pretty cool places to go as far as uh, mountains and certain places up here. So that's uh, oh, okay, too. Yeah, well, that's good. And I mean, it doesn't preclude you from, say, spending the night someplace. It's oh, just no. that you still oh, no. want to, even if you went to, a, even, even if you did a day trip, the, the other idea, too, is to keep in mind, make sure that you don't exhaust yourself. So if you drove yeah. someplace that was just a couple of hours away, spent the day there hiking a mountain, and then here it is evening and you're really tired, but you're like, okay, now we've got to go home. Make the decision to maybe yeah. just find a motel to spend the night in. You know, everything you is about... about ahead of time again. Well, you know, think about you can, ahead of time. Sometimes, at least in the thought of it, if you have to, you know, what's there when you get there, make sure. 
Well, right. You know, if you want to check and see, but I wouldn't make a reservation because it might be that you go and do the hike. It takes you three hours and it's like, oh, I'm not too tired. It's fine going back, you know. So uh, if you want to check ahead of time just to make sure there would be some place to do that, that's fine. Uh, This is where, you know, apps on a phone can be really great because they can look for things that are around you. So they find it for you no matter where you are. but uh, yeah, so going and doing day trips is fine. Just make sure that at the end of the day, if you're really tired or exhausted, that you don't push yourself to try to drive yeah. back versus always right. making relaxation and not going beyond my limit, the, the key right. criteria for how you decide right. to do things. Spontaneity is a good thing spontaneity but also paying attention to our own limits so that we take yes, care of ourselves exactly. um yeah, yeah. all right for one. Yes. exactly all right. thank you very much you are welcome thanks for calling in have and a, doing this have a good dinner today and have a good day well thank you enjoy yourself <laughs> i will all right all right, all right. Bye-bye. bye-bye all right so um, let's see. So I'm just going to remind people if you'd like to get into the Q4 reading, you can do so by either connecting in from the show page, uh, I think via Skype, uh, and, or you can call 646-716-5510. And uh, either of those ways are what you would do in order to show up here in my studio call queue and uh, be available and, and have your chance to get a reading here during the show. My name is Hi C, and you can find me at tarotbyhighc.net. I am going to be offering your readings today, and we will be back after a short break. So when we come back, the next person we're going to go to is calling from area code 650, though I realize there's uh, perhaps more than one of those. So it's area code 650, and the first three numbers are 341. So if that is your phone number that starts that way, be prepared because you will be our next caller for a reading right after this break. Hey, what's up? It's been a while. Talking about it's not my style. Thought I'd see what's up while I'm lighting up. It's called Harden. No, it's lame, but I'm so wild Saw your face and got inspired Guess you let it go, now you're good to go It's cold-hearted, cold-hearted Oh, oh It's probably gonna sound wrong Promise it won't last long, oh
and welcome back. My name is Hi C. You're listening to the Soulvox Network monthly call-in show where you have a chance to call in and receive a reading live on the air. And I would encourage you to check out all of the shows here on the Soulvox Network. You can do so here on Blog Talk Radio or you can find them on iTunes. Um, I can guarantee there is likely something there that you will enjoy and benefit from. And again, if you want to find out information about me, you can find it at tarotbyhighc.net. Information about private sessions for readings, ritual consultations, magic consultations. Uh, you can find all the information out there. And it doesn't matter where you are in the world or in the universe because technology is our friend. And we can do sessions in person by FaceTime, Skype, or phone. And I will remind you, if you would like to get into the Q4 reading for this particular show, you can either connect in from the show page or you can call 646-716-5510. So we're going to go ahead and move to our next caller. And this is, com- uh, <laughs> this is someone calling from area code 650 that starts with 341. Are you there, caller, at area code 650? Yes, hello. Oh, hello. So, what's your hello. name and where are you calling from? <laughs> I'm, call- I'm David. I've called in before. I'm calling from uh, San Mateo, California. Hello, David. It's nice to hear your voice again. Hello, um, yes. I'm on the show. It's good to hear your show. So. <laughs> uh, what is it that you would like for us to look at in a reading for you today? Yeah, I don't know if you can do this exactly, but I just suffered yet, I don't want to be really depressing, but yet another like major life blow, and this is stuff has been going on for 16 years, and it just basically seems like whatever I do, just, you know, it's going nowhere. So I was just wondering if there's some sort of future reading or something like that, um, or, what's, or just a what's going on reading, because, you know, after 16 years of going through this and it happening again, it's just, it's very tiring, so... Uh, so first thing I'm going to ask is, what's the day and month of your birth? Uh, June 30th. All right. Well, I would say you do seem to be moving towards the end of a cycle. Um, okay. Because... As of your birthday, this coming June, you'll move into a nine-year, and nine tends to be the completion of uh, phases, chapters, cycles of our life. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is when we might be able to either see or bring to completion or closure things that have been – it'd be like writing a story, and this is where we finally are able to tie up all of the plot lines and bring this chapter or bring this story to a close so that a new chapter, a new story can start to be written. And, mm-hmm. you know, and being in an eight-year right now, what you're seeing is a lot of, um, well, like in Buddhism, we would say that it's karmic seeds that are ripening. But eight is the number of when you start to see the results or manifestation of things in a very tangible, physical way of Mm -hmm. of what this particular chapter or story has been about. Um, But the nice thing is, think of like a fruit tree. Once you see the fruit on the tree, the only thing it has left to do is 
finish ripening and be picked or fall from the tree. But what that's going to do is then make room for new fruit to start to grow rather than still supporting or feeding the old fruit. Um, and that's where the nine comes in is that we may be seeing the fruits at this point, And even though the fruit may not be coming out quite the way we would have liked, it'd be like having fruit that doesn't come out sweet, you know, um, having a bad crop. Uh, right. But, uh, but, the nice thing is if we can have that happen and get it over with and move beyond it, then we can actually start the process of the new being able to come in rather than still. Because part of that says you don't know if the fruit's going to come out sweet until the fruit actually appears. So you're still right. cultivating and watering and doing what it is that you do, anticipating, hoping for, you know, envisioning what it's going to look like. And then it's like, oh, well, hello. Um, so this at least brings us to the point of, okay, this gets to be done. Hopefully we can use that to learn from saying, I know what I need to not do anymore. Like, okay, I know I was using the wrong fertilizer now that I see what it did to the fruit that right. came out. You know, so at least we can learn how we need to shift the way we were approaching things, what we were doing, or even how we went about envisioning the goals we were working towards, whether it's the actual goals that need to change, the 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 plan that we came up with, or the the way we were going about bringing those goals into being that needs to change. But hopefully we can see, and it's not to put blame on you. We don't want to turn around to self-criticism no, no, or self-judgment. Yeah. It's just to look at it and say, okay, what do I, what can I do differently? What can I see as my part in this process that I can adjust um, right. rather than, and uh, one thing I will say with the astrological things that are going on, especially in the first part of this year, one thing that's coming up, is if we look back to 2010, this is a period when things that either started from or are in some way related to what was going on for us in 2010 are reappearing. And usually it's because there's like something left to do, something left to learn, or something left to complete and close out that we might have thought happened but didn't, or that we just actively you know, didn't want to deal with. And now it's coming back to say, nope, sorry, it has to be done if we're going to move forward at this point. So mm -hmm. I would also, uh, you know, look back to say what was going on in 2010 and how, you know, how did I approach or deal with what was going on in 2010? How have I changed what I was doing or the approach I was taking or whatever from 2010 to today that might have affected how things came out? And then what can I learn from that? Or how can I now finish up or close out whatever is still lingering from that period so that I can then open the space for the brand new to come? Uh, so if I take the fruit tree as another example, it's like saying, okay, if we learn the lessons that apple trees just don't grow well in the soil here, let's not try to pull the one that we did up because it didn't produce good fruit and think, well, maybe if I just plant a new apple tree, it'll give me better fruit. It's like, well, no, <laughs> no, no, the, the, the soil <laughs> is not going to support that no matter what. So maybe we plant a lemon tree, you know, or something like that. Um, right. So this is just this point in the process where we get to start taking stock and then saying, okay, and especially if we think from the from 2010 to now, which also makes sense because as you move into your next year, you're, you're, you enter into the seventh year of the cycle if we just go from 2010. Um, and every seven years is kind of like a Saturn giving us our little test. Have you learned the lesson? 
you know, have mm-hmm. you done, it, it'd be like, do we get to graduate <laughs> and then move on to the next grade? Or do we now have to repeat the same thing again? Um, so use this as the opportunity to pay attention to the very visible, manifest, physical, tangible things, um, because those are probably going to hold a key during an eight year, especially more so than that kind of ephemeral, what's underlying this, let me just, you know, meditate on this kind of thing. It's more like, no, just pay attention to what actually has happened. Let's pay attention mm-hmm. to the material world and, and um, judge it, adjust from, deal with how it looks in, in physicality uh, rather than in that kind of ephemeral meditative place. Um, mm-hmm. So as you do that, this is actually a really good period we're entering into to engage that process with the, all the retrogrades that are going on. Um, so here's an easy way to think about it. If think you were going to go for a long distance run. Between now and June is a really good time to be at home, stretching, doing yoga, preparing our body for what it will need in order to successfully accomplish the long-term run, which can mean the long-term goal, getting across the finish line, but we know it's down the road there. Uh, July, August, September is when we finally leave the house and we gently start jogging at a slow pace. We begin moving things forward or initiating things, but we do so at a very gentle way. Um, and, and whether that means it's a little bit of stop and start, like we go out and we run a little bit in the day and come back and rest, and then we do a little more the next day just to kind of start really getting ourselves prepared for the bigger thing. And then as we move into the latter part of the year, October, November, December, things really pick up speed. So this is when we go out and we really start to to pick up our speed and get up to pace for the long-term run and begin going towards that longer-term goal. So that's kind of the way you want to approach how to now move into uh, assess, evaluate what's been going on, and then begin to say, okay, how do I move beyond this? What do I need to start doing in order to move to the next chapter, et cetera? Um, Be really careful with Mars retrograde just because we don't want to push hard. We don't want to go too fast um, because we'll run the risk of either running out of fuel before we cross the finish line um, or we run the risk of things kind of blowing up in our face because we push too hard and the pressure builds up and then it goes poof um, rather than kind of a slow burn. Uh, So looking at the cards that I've pulled specifically, um, the first card that comes up is the Page of Wands. So anytime you have a page, there is a sense of something new being born because uh, pages represent children. It represents the, the beginning of a new cycle because the court cards, they grow up from the page to the knight to the queen to the king. So the page of wands being here says that this is, a, this is yet another new growth phase. Uh, and while... Birth has its labor pains and growth challenges. Um, One thing, you know, the the page of wands says it's time to come back to what is it that really is important to you? 
So I would look to things that you feel you have either forgotten, become disconnected from, or moved away from that used to stoke your fire, that used to really be your passion, that over time has waned, has had you know water or dirt thrown on it and kind of put the fire out. Um, because Page of Wands is an opportunity to start reigniting some of those. Um, sometimes Page of Wands is seen as a card of like playfulness and spontaneity and impetuousness. So we could look at this and say, if I look at what happened, what is happening, instead of taking it so seriously, how can I play with this a little bit? How can I tweak it to my advantage rather than just seeing it as something that is being done or happening to me? And then use that. It's kind of like looking at this minor character that showed up in the story and now we suddenly are going to... It, <laughs> it makes me think of... Um, uh, not Daredevil. Shoot. What's the movie that's out right now? <laughs> um, oh, what? Ryan Reynolds. No, with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, the guy in Red. Uh, and, um, Deadpool. 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 Yeah. So it, it's like, you know, this minor character. So if we think in terms of the movies, for example, you know, he showed up in one of the X-Men movies. Of course, it wasn't really Deadpool because they, but right. he's like this minor little character that all of a sudden now we see the potential in what it could be. And it's very different because who Deadpool was portrayed as in the X-Men movie was not the real Deadpool character. And this movie is what allowed the real Deadpool character to be what is kind of shown, which is very smart, <laughs> alecky, and crude, et cetera. It's actually a really funny movie. I encourage you to see it. Um, and so this is that point where we don't just look at what's the next big blockbuster and try to copy the formula. We look at it and say, wait, there was this one little character that actually everybody really liked or everybody talked about or just kind of stood out that deserves its own platform. So start to play with what little thing this is bringing out that I can start putting fuel on in order to build the fire of. It's not going to be the most obvious thing. It's not going to be the biggest thing. It's going to be something that seemed small in the scheme of things of the previous story, but now becomes the central figure that the next story revolves around. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and... Uh, Key to this, I, in terms of timing, I would give you a couple of things just based on this card. One, pay attention to those things that seem to pop up or that we suddenly become aware of um, during fire signs. So that's going to be right now during Aries. Um, in August, during Leo. And I, we could push it out to Sagittarius, which is at the end of the year, but I don't think it's that far away because this card isn't in a future position. Um, and two, Page of Wands would indicate the beginning of summer. So I think there's a lot about the summertime that is when we really are able to do something with and kick off where we're able to go from this um, by having that kind of insight or suddenly going, ah, okay, now I know where to take this character. It's like we know the character wants its own story, but we don't know what the story is. And then all of a sudden we get this inspiration that says, oh, Wait a minute. Now I know exactly what story this wants to this character wants to write for itself, and it'll kind of take that quality on. Um, and it'll there, there's kind of sudden flashes because it wands is fire. Um, 
So make sure you have something that you keep uh, you can keep a note of whenever you have sudden flashes of inspiration or insight or something like that. No, be like that's because that, that actually happened last week. It literally did. It just like up, oh, literally out of the blue. And in fact, it was so out of the blue. It was um, it was something that I didn't even think it was a what do you want to call it, webinar thing, a free webinar on. It was something I wasn't even going to do, and then I just happened to be on it, and I wasn't even paying attention, and then it, this sudden flash came. So. Yes. Well, so so that would be very important because it, one reason why that's important is because if it was last week, that was right after we entered into Aries, which is the fire sign. Oh, uh, you know, so it says that's probably something you want to really make sure that you are now pouring fuel on in order to oh. build the spark into something bigger. Interesting. That's very interesting. Very very. Interesting. And if you, I don't know if you heard in a previous caller, especially pour fuel on that, <coughs> sorry, over the next, over the next week or so, week, week and a half, because you'd really want to, to get that flame going before April 17th. Oh, then okay. it might cool down a bit, or we might need to pull back and then sit with it kind of in our own little world rather than pushing it outward. Cause we'll be in Mars retrograde uh, through the end of June. But if we can, get it going in the next week or two with whatever it's kind of like saying apply the external force and energy over the next week, week and a half, and then pull that back so that we can sit with it. Uh, so it, it's like throwing something on the stove and getting up to boil really, really fast and then turning it down to simmer for a long time rather than letting right. it simmer for a long time to get up to heat. So, you know, use the next week and a half to kind of get something up to boil and then pull it back down to simmer and let it just simmer over the next couple of months. And that doesn't mean we're not doing anything because when something simmers, you might have to go over and stir it a bit, you know, or whatever. It just means that we're not push, push, pushing it. And we're, we're you know, that's just, that's just so bizarre you say that because last week when this whole thing happened, it not exactly as you said it in that sense, because I wasn't putting in those terms, which is clearer, um, but it was something like that because I knew I was going to basically explore this thing, put, you know, go put, add more fuel to the fire and then, yeah, and then sort of pull back and then do sort of the background work or something to make it happen and everything. So, so it's yeah, exactly so, what you just said, but I, I didn't put right. it all together until you just said that. So. Yeah, it'd be like if somebody had this amazing idea and they're like, oh, I'm going to build a website so I can do this idea. It's around whatever it's doing. Mm -hmm. It would say, okay, then, you know, over the next week and a half, I'm going to make sure that I at least get a homepage of this website set up and register the domain and everything else. And then we pull back instead of trying to say, okay, I've got the homepage up and then the next day I'm going to get the first page up and the second page up. We'd get the first page up and then we would pull back and use the next couple of months to really sit with the idea, maybe research, revise, revisit what we want that to look like, play with things. You know, we're not offering anything just yet through the website. It's almost just like it's there to let people become aware of. And then we are putting our kickoff, say, if you wanted to use the fire theme with the beginning of summer, our kickoff would be summer solstice of June 20th. I'd actually want it to be after June 29th with Mars retrograde. But, um, you know, so that would be the idea. So we would get something up really fast and then we would pull back so that we can be really refining it over the next couple of months. And then we would start to add to that website and put more information up. But it's like, it's like a save the date kind of thing or, you know, coming soon. And we just give the tease. Um, that's what we want to do in the next week, week and a half. Great. That's, yeah, this, again, this all fits in with what happened last week and what you're describing. Again, I, it wasn't, um, I didn't flush it out as much as you just said, but it's basically what you said is what I sort of knew was ultimately going to happen. So that's great. Um, the four of, the four of wands is here reversed, which says that we probably need to look at, 
what we're participating in, where we're putting our energy, especially as it interacts or mixes with others. And there is a need to pull that back or no longer participate in some of those things because visions have changed, people aren't on the same page, um, I may be doing more than what they're doing and they're writing the coattails or whatever, but reversing four of wands, like traditionally it, would, it can sometimes be a, a divorce card, but it's just the sense that we need to divorce our energy from what it's intermingling with or what it's married to in order to pull it back to ourselves and then begin to channel and focus it towards what it is that we really are ready for, looking for, or needing at this time. Um, that's another uh, thing to think about over the next few months is want versus need, that we focus on need and we let wants put, get put on the shelf. So anything that we want is fine. It's just this is not the time to be putting energy or trying to satisfy wants. It's the time to simply focus on what is needed and only allow my energy to go there. Which, again, is interesting because uh, on two separate notes last week, um, this just happened too on two separate notes. One was sort of a minor thing and one was a major thing. Neither one was going to seriously affect me in the sense of it was going to, you know, whatever, you know, affect, whatever, change my life or something like that in a negative way, but they were draining energy substantially. And so what you just said made total sense because it was very easy to be wrapped up in this because, how do I say this, I was quote-unquote right in both cases so I could continue to, you know, fight my case and say, you know, we need to look at, but then it's just clear in, in both cases it's not going to go anywhere. So, yeah, it's not worth, yeah, that makes, <laughs> that makes well, yeah. sense. And, and, and that, what you just said, that phrase is extremely important over the next few months. Is it really worth the energy? Yep. And if, if our answer is no, and, and that's where we really stick with the need versus want. You know, well, I, I may want to win this battle or win this argument, but is it really worth the energy it would take? And no, I don't need to win this. Therefore, I'm not going to squander my energy there and end up not having the energy I need for other things that are more important at this right. time for me. And in a general uh, way, for the past, mm, I'd say three or four years, I've been doing this, and I'll be egotistical brilliantly here, in the sense of I learned very hard lessons. So I pulled back a lot, um, but this stuff sort of came out of the blue, but now I'm learning even more so to recognize this sort of basically immediately when it happens, that it's just clear this isn't going to, you know, it's whatever, bureaucracy or something. There's just something that is not going to change, and so therefore it's not worth it for me to try to change it or go there. So, Well, yeah. and, and this, this, would, this would point me also to what happens in an eight year when things become tangible or manifest, because really what you just described there is you're seeing tangible evidence and results of lessons you have learned because you immediately were able to see this rather than let something linger until you yep, got well it because it had to hit you over the head 27 times or you had to be yep. you know pushed into the ground before you yep. actually said okay enough um you know so at least let us acknowledge the progress uh, because as you, like I said, if, if we're moving into that kind of closure year and test year where we're taking the test to see if we've learned a lesson, that would show us that you're in a really good place. Like you're going in to take the test very well prepared. You're likely going to pass it with flying colors. It's just whether you're willing to not take it for granted. So you still do the study that's needed before taking the test, right. but you don't necessarily have to stay up all night, every night, three nights leading into the test so that you go into it completely exhausted and tired versus 
I can study for a couple of hours, make sure I review the things that I feel really comfortable and strong in, make sure that I go over the things that I feel I need to brush up on and, and know will be on the test, but just want to make sure I'm really strong in. And then I can make sure I get good rest, I eat well, and I go into the test and I just kind of, you know, fly right through it rather than feeling as if it's like, oh, I don't know, I didn't even study that. Oh, I can't even remember because now I was up so late for three nights, my brain is just shut off, you know. So use the next few months for kind of that leisurely approach. Okay. You'll you'll hear themes because I was talking about this with the previous person. They were asked about travel, you know, but but this is kind of the energetic weather that's that's moving through the next few months, and we can apply it in many different ways. Um, Queen of Swords reversed shows up, which says, one, (laughs) you don't need to put yourself in the line of fire to have your head cut off or to feel cut off at the knees. It's time to step away from whoever or whatever tends to operate that way. Yeah, that's, again, what happened last week. Um, Yeah, uh, and and in other cases. But, yeah, it definitely happened last week, and I actually put put a stop to it immediately, which kind of shocked me, but I just, because I was in a really bad mood because I'm sick, and so it's sort of, you know, like anything else, like being drunk or something like that or being sick, you just, you know, a lot of stuff, your impulses are less. So I just immediately put it, rather than letting it linger or being diplomatic, I just said, I can't, this isn't working, you know, stop doing this, so. Well, but but that probably is what was needed in this situation. Absolutely, yeah. No, I realize it, that. Now. It, it, so, yeah, yeah, I don't regret it because it was true. Because this was a again, as usual uh, with my life, it's one of the, it was one of these things that has been chronic with a friend of mine who's brilliant, but it's been very chronic and hurtful for me. So yeah. Well, Queen of Swords Reverse says I can no longer operate trying to be fair with everyone. Meaning, yeah. I have I have all of the evidence I need based on the past. Therefore, if this you know repeats, it, it'd be like because swords can represent like the legal system. It'd be like going to court for your fifth drug offense, and the judge right. says, "I don't want to hear any excuses." Okay, great. Yeah, you came from a broken home. Whatever. You've done this four other times. You, you know, I have I have all the evidence I need. <laughs> you know, we know right. you were there. We know you were selling. We know that you're guilty. I don't want to hear excuses anymore, and I'm not going to be lenient, which may come across to some people as the judge not being fair. Um, you mm-hmm. know, but it, it's kind of like, yeah, well, I've been fair enough. Therefore, right. it's time for me to be a little more hardcore. <laughs> um, yeah, no, and I, I have been in a, in a good way, but I, exp- I also explain very clinically, for lack of a better term, why I'm doing this. And I actually, this happened, this actually, the same situation in a different way popped up with the same person about six months ago. And she ended up apologizing because she didn't realize she was doing it. Um, but I was very clinical about it. I said, you do this, you know, whatever you do this thing. And it's very hurtful whether you realize right. it or not. And then she, Oh, okay. I didn't realize I was doing that. So, well, then, clean, course, clean it. Usually, Queen of Swords reverse is like saying it's okay and it's time and it may be necessary to come across as the bitch and not feel (laughs) guilty about it because that seems to be the only way people are going to either listen or the way we're going to finally be able to nip this in the bud and cut this kind of thing off from happening over and over again. Yeah, because I used to let things linger in this context. And what I mean by that is I would let people, I would try to explain to people, like, you're hurting me or whatever you want to say. And I, I'm not playing victim here. I'm just saying what you're doing is very abusive towards me. And I have had people that they're either saying, you're, you know, everything you're doing in your life is wrong. You're doing it wrong. You know, this constant, you know, judgment, blah, blah, blah. 
so I, I would let it linger for months, sometimes years, and try to explain. But anyways, but I've learned now that I will say it, you know, in general once or twice. And then if they don't get it, then it's like, no, I am going to be the bitch. <laughs> I'm going yeah. to say this is hurtful. You cannot do this anymore. I will not tolerate it. So, <laughs> so, the, so what's coming is the temperance card reversed. This is in the next few months. Reversing that mm-hmm. card, one can say there's no middle way, which goes back to what we were just talking about. It's not like we can uh-huh. find some sort of middle ground to deal with the situation. I have to kind of just deal with it in a more extreme way. Um, but the, if you think of the temperance card as a card of integration, the reversal says the next couple of months are really focused on what has not been able to integrate into my life even though I have tried, and therefore I'm willing to release it, separate from it, let it go, rather than continue to try to make it work. And two, how do I need to go about the integration process moving forward? Because probably there are things to remove. I was thinking of the temperance card like a recipe, and it's about proper proportions of things being mixed together to create whatever comes out from the recipe. And the reversal of this says that Either we keep using an ingredient that never seems to work, but we're convinced that some of it should work, and we've tried it as a cup of it, we've tried it as a teaspoon of it, we've tried it as a pinch, we've tried it as the primary thing, and it never seems to work, yet we keep trying and trying and trying. And it's like, okay, stop trying to force. Let's see what actually does work together, because maybe we need to pair back. So it's like we've added so many ingredients to something. Now we can't quite determine what isn't right. It's like, okay, then let's come all the way back to basics and start adding one thing at a time until we hit that point of seeing what doesn't work rather than trying to find what doesn't work amidst 15 different ingredients and we can't quite distinguish all of them to really know which it is. So use the next couple of months to really do that discernment process, that distinguishing process, and come back to basics to start adding one thing at a time from the beginning again, rather than trying to figure it all out, looking at everything all at once and having this kind of hodgepodge, confusing thing that we can't quite really... Yeah, and that's what's been happening for, in general, for the past 10 years, uh, from my fault, 10 years plus as far as doing that, because... Yeah, that's what happened. I was trying to do other things, and I was trying to put everything in at once. I didn't think I was at the time, of course, but <laughs> then I realized, yeah, i got to do this, got to do this, and I was thinking so far in the future, basically for a business venture, so far in the future that so much was thrown in there, and it wasn't working. But as you said, it's like, which which ingredient isn't working, which is this? And, of course, needless to say, it costs a ton of money to do these different things and blah, 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 and pursue all these paths, and it was. It's trying one thing at a time, which goes back to the flash thing I told you about last week, which you had brought up you know, previously you telling that is that this thing I know will be very simple to start out and take it slow and all the stuff you just described. So that makes total sense. Excellent. And there, I'll say one thing about the reverse temperance card, which is, is probably odd to hear in a lot of ways, because usually I think we're encouraged to do the opposite of this, but the reversal of the temperance card says for the next few months, for right now, Really, the way we're operating is we're going to start compartmentalizing our life. Mm-hmm. We, ne- we need to establish clearer and more distinct boundaries and lines between the different aspects or compartments of our life so that we can isolate them and work on them individually in the, with what they need and how they need to be worked rather than always trying to make them fit together. 
Fitting them together may come at a future time, but for now, we need to compartmentalize because that's the way we're going to be able to break things down and make better sense of them in order to understand what we need to do, how we need to approach them, um, and what might need to be changed, what might need to be let go of. Uh, and then what is left after that process, we can begin looking at to say, how do I now integrate what is left in a more holistic way? Um, but we need to break it down first. Yeah, that again makes total sense because that's been going on with me, um, again, not much choice for a long time because I've tried to do all sorts of things between business, you know, business and just mixing friends and mixing all sorts of different I don't want to say modalities, but different ways of approaching life or something. And I just, nothing negative, negative has happened, but it's just clear people are either, it's just not working out, it's obvious, or people are just sort of like, well, what is this about? I don't get this or anything. And I, I realize that I do need to compartmentalize in a good way because, yeah, when I try to mix things or try to, it's not so much force things, but say, well, you want to try this, you want to try this. And it just, I get this sort of like, well, maybe, or that, and there's all this pushback and everything. So now, yeah, no, I definitely realize that I just keep, and I know how to do that actually because I know what each of the thing, what each of the compartments literally are. So I can do that. I mean, the most obvious one is work, which is fine. And it's not that I've been trying to integrate a lot of stuff, but I mentioned things outside of work to people at work. And, again, nothing negative, but nothing ever sticks, meaning that no one ever says, oh, yeah, I want to do that with you or let's try this. So it's like, okay, fine. So work has compartmentalized itself. And then, there's, of course, there's always other things. So, so again, it makes total sense. Um, yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> well, yeah. And so I, I would go back to the website and, you know, idea, example. Oh, yeah, where no, that's like, it because that, that is the um, – Okay, see, I'm sick now. That's the uh, prototype, or there's a better word for it. But exactly what you all would say, or I'm sorry, what you have been saying. That is, um, yeah, that's the shining example. That's exactly what you're talking because it it fits on so many zillions of different levels. Because I do it myself, and all that initially, and then all sorts of stuff. And yeah, no, it it <laughs> it's compartmentalized. Well, and blah, 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 blah. yeah, because well, yeah, I do know if I started mixing all these compartments in relation to this, even talking about it. I would just get this, oh, that's nice, or I, you know, and it, it wouldn't go anywhere. It's useless kind of to mix and match. <laughs> so, well, yeah. it, it, it overwhelms, you know. So yeah, oh, like God, yeah. The recipe, <laughs> it, it's like putting too many ingredients in the recipe and giving it to somebody to taste, and then they're like, well, it, it tastes good, but I'm not really sure what I'm tasting. Oh, can't you get that little yep. hint of lemon? Well, <laughs> I yep. guess if I really try, but there's so many <laughs> things going on. How can I enjoy that little hit, hit, you know, that little hint of lemon, if it gets overwhelmed by everything else that I can't really right. distinguish it? Um, yeah. So, so that's that's the way to really sit with over the next couple of months what it is that okay. you're going to be working on is saying how does this need to be compartmentalized? And and it may be that we have separate websites. You know, if somebody is going to offer multiple types of services, yeah, they no, don't have to find a way to have. It's a very Absolutely. This is a very distinct thing um, in a good way. It's a very distinct thing. And yeah, no, no, it, it totally makes sense. No, everything well, saying, I, I, yeah. I would anticipate as you think on it and work on it, you'll probably get excited about other things that it could possibly have or be. Mm -hmm. And instead right. of thinking of those of, oh, well, maybe that could be another portion of the website. Oh, well, maybe that could also be this Think, You know, let me write that idea down. I'll come back to that because I'm going to do that as a separate website and let that service yeah. or let that part be over here while this website that I'm working on right now just remains this. 
Um, and that's right. really going to be key over the next few months is, you know, it's okay to have the excitement and, and get the other inspirations as you're working along. Don't try to then throw them all into the same pot. Allow things to be set to the side to come back to so that you stay mm-hmm. focused and that it stays distinct and individual rather than getting lost amidst all of these other things. Right. Great. Cool. All right. Um, so the, the last card actually is the Ace of Swords reversed. I'm going to look at that because it's in the long term. It's just a timing thing for when might be the right time to begin executing the plan. And that doesn't mean like you could, you could get like the homepage up now, but then you step back and then we start to put it out there, you know, to really move it forward. That would say after the next air sign. So the next air sign is going to be Gemini, which is June. Um, and that would make perfect sense from an astrological standpoint as, as well, because if it's after that, then it goes to July. So I think that you're quite in tune. And let's see, you're, oh, well, you're June 30th, so you're you're actually Cancer, aren't you? Um, yeah. So, yeah. So just use that kind of as a guide that July is really the time for beginning to act on, initiate, or put the plan into motion. And between now and then is refining, revising, um, and and just kind of massaging the plan into place. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. That makes sense. That makes total sense. Okay. Well, thanks for calling in. Yeah, no, thank you very much. It was extremely helpful. So. <laughs> and I hope that you feel a little better. Yeah, and I'm getting there. <laughs> Good. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Thanks, you too. All right. Bye-bye. All right. So we're going to take a quick break, uh, and then when we come back, we will go to area code 347. So if you're calling from area code 347, be prepared, because you will be our next caller after this break. Get white. 
And welcome back. My name is Hi C, and you are listening to the Soulbox Network monthly call-in show where you have a chance to call in and receive a reading live on the air. You can find out more information about me, Hi C, at tarotbyhic.net. I'm also the host here on Soulvox of Revolution on the second Sundays and the Amethyst Oracle on the second Tuesdays of each month. You can find those in any other shows if you'd like to check them out here in the archives on Blog Talk Radio, or you can find them on iTunes. You can also find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash tarothic. Uh, you can also look up Revolution with High C or the Amethyst Oracle on there as well if you would like to find out more information or like the pages if you have comments, questions, etc. We also have the Soulvox page there too if you'd like to like that because we're always interested in hearing feedback uh, or what we welcome questions uh, that you have about either the shows we have or something you hear in the shows as well as just your insights about things we might talk about on the shows as well. We love to hear what it brings up for people or we always are learning from people that are listening as well. Uh, so we are always excited and happy to hear what it is that you have to offer us um, as a result of hearing something on the shows in addition to what it is that the shows have to offer you. So I would encourage you to come and like us on Facebook. Just go to Facebook, look up Solvox, it'll come right up. So uh, if you would like to get into the Q4 reading, you can do so by either uh, Skyping in from the show page or you can call 646-716-5510. So we're going to go to our next caller, and this is someone calling from area code 347. Are you there, caller Hi. at area code 347? Yes, I'm here. Hi. Hello, what's your name and where are you calling from? I'm Tanika. I'm calling from New York. How are you? Well, I am doing well, and hopefully New York is having a nice spring weather day. We are. It's sunny today on Easter. It's not bad at all. It's Excellent. Nice. Excellent. So what is it that you would like for us to look at for you today? I'd like for you to look at love and relationship for me, um, what you see coming up for me, if anything's coming up. I mean, I give, I'm asking because spring and summer is about to start, so I'm just wondering if anything will change or happen then, or if anything appeared maybe next year, a couple of years or so. Just curious about overall what my picture of what's coming up will be, if anything. Uh, are you in a relationship right now? No, I'm not. Okay. Uh, what's the day and month of your birth? Day is the is the third and the month of September. All right. So t- All right. So one thing I will say um, is that if I look numerologically, this uh, you're in a two-year, then you'll go into a three-year after your birthday. Um, that could indicate that there may be some some hmm, connections that may be happening during this year that will start to sprout or come to life to become something more in the next year. And when I say year, just think age, because year is based on birthday to birthday. Um, and that doesn't mean you even have to be able to identify or recognize who you may come into contact with right now that could become that. Um, just know that it's important to be putting yourself in situations where you have the opportunity to interact and meet new people during this year. 
because something from that may end up sprouting to become something else next year. Mm. That makes sense? Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. Um, and also, so yeah, on your birthday uh, in September, you'll also move into a year characterized by a card called the Hanged Man. Um, which, I mean, for relationship questions, it's great. Who isn't looking for a hung man? But I digress, I digress. Um, <laughs> so the hangman card can actually represent when our life suddenly goes in an opposite direction. Um, it can sometimes represent the idea of being swept off of our feet. Uh, so I would anticipate there, that, that's why I would come back to, there are things that may be happening now that will lead to that next year, but we may not be quite aware of that. So think of like the number one, because you're in a two year right now, and then you go into a three year. The number one is when we plant the seed. The number two is when the roots establish. And that's something that happens underneath the surface of the earth. You know, we don't see it happening. We just have to kind of have faith that something is happening out there. And then the three is when we start to see the first little sprouts come up above the ground. And that's a result of the roots or the connections that were happening out of sight that begin taking form and, and showing themselves. So this year is the two year, which means there, there seem to be things that are happening beneath the surface, which may, I would come back to means we may not be seeing them or aware of them, but will lead to sprouts happening in the next year as a result of that development of the root system this year. Okay. Um, so when I look at the cards that came up specifically around this question, we have the Six of Swords reversed, followed by the Two of Pentacles reversed, which can indicate, so Six of Swords would be a card of things moving forward. The reversal of it would say, whatever we're asking about isn't necessarily moving forward, nor is it perhaps where we want to put our primary attention and energy to try to move forward at this time. So this would be like, don't get in the boat and start paddling, trying to move toward or make some sort of love or relationship thing happening. We need to spend a little more time on this shore before heading to that other shore. That will probably play into because the number six has to do with things like synchronicity, being in the right place at the right time. If we tried to do something right now, we may actually end up at the other shore before who we're supposed to meet is there and therefore miss the connection. So let's wait and not be in a rush because we want to act or go or move when the time seems right rather than doing it just because we're, right now especially, we just don't want to give in to things like impulse or instant gratification needs. Um, and if you heard me in a, a previous caller, this, the, the next few months is not the time for want to outweigh need. We need to just focus on what I need to be doing right now rather than what I want to be doing right now. It, the, the once will come. It's not like it's a forever thing. It's just for the next few months, especially because you asked specifically about like spring, summer. Um, mm -hmm. It's not until the latter part of summer that we get to, to begin 
revisiting or bringing off the shelf some things that we may be wanting versus focusing on the things that we need to be doing in the next few months. The Six of Swords reverse says the love relationship thing isn't necessarily a primary need that we need to be putting energy towards over the next few months. Um, so that would tell me that there may be, because the Two of Pentacles being reversed there uh, also kind of says we don't want to try to be taking on or doing too much at once and that there are some things that we need to deal with and perhaps either clear away or get done or not be trying to juggle all at the same time. So, you know, whether it's we've been thinking of moving or we've been thinking of changing jobs or we have this other project going on or there's this other thing that I was wanting to do, needing to do, or had already been in the process of, of moving forward, we don't need to be trying to do that and find relationship at the same time. So when you're, do, you, do you feel like you're in a place where you wouldn't have to worry about anything else other than finding relationship? If I feel like that now, I feel like, yes. I, have other, I, feel like I have other things to worry about now. It's just that I've just been kind of living a pretty positive but also inside person kind of lonely, sad life because I chose to stop dating and there's no one around right now that I would give that energy to because they're just not interested in like setting down roots for anything long term that I want and there's someone I love from my past that I just haven't heard from so it's kind of like on the outside I'm very happy to be happy and positive and making new friends and everything but on the inside it's like it's pretty sad you know because there's no love no romance no anything going on with me. I'm just not dating and well missing some- and and some well, so one that tells me if there's other things that need to be a priority right now, let yeah. let those let those be the priority. Two, the reversal of these cards because four out of the five cards I pulled are reversed shows us that we may be a little too stuck or a little too focused on the past, and that is getting in the way of us being able to move forward. Um, and the fact that the one upright card is the Ten of Swords says we keep worrying about, thinking about, uh, having anxiety around whatever has come and happened before that we've kind of gotten stuck there or we feel very like pinned in place. And we have to make the decision to move beyond that in order to actually start looking at possibilities and seeing what else there is and thinking about the future without it being tied to the past. Mm -hmm. Which means we can't compare new people to a past person. We can't tentatively move into new things while still dangling one foot in the past hoping that something else might come back and so I'm not going to give myself fully over to this new thing because maybe, maybe, maybe this past thing might come back. Um, once we can release that, then you will find there is probably a little more potential around you than you are seeing at this time because it's getting a little bit obscured by that the, the, the veil of the past um, that gets in the way. Um, and... I also say that because Eight of Pentacles is here reversed, which says the way we've been doing things before is not going to work any longer. 
So it, it keeps reminding us that we can't keep revisiting or trying to do things as we did them before. It's time for something new. It's time for a new approach. Um, it's, it's time to recognize, like Eight of Pentacles reversed would say, it's time to change jobs. We can't keep doing what we've been doing and think we're going to get any sort of satisfaction or reward from it. Nothing is going to come of it. Therefore, we have to let the old go so that we can start focusing on the new. Right. And I am. I'm doing new things that I never did before to try to change my life now, finally. I am doing those things. Well, that, that, that's good. But when you say that there was someone from your past that you hadn't heard from, <laughs> it's time to stop well, worrying about whether you're going to hear from them and to say that's just, just part of my past. Right. It is. It's just hard. It was just um, a heartbreak. And I'm still, you know, I guess um, still a little bit hurt about it, but I'm still trying to put myself out there and date. It's just like there was recently one person I thought we could have a future, but he doesn't seem like he wants to be available like that. And it's a shame because that's like the only potential person I think that I met recently. But other than that, every guy I meet is kind of just, I don't know, I feel like my picker is off. So I just don't even well, want to. But I think, I think that's because you still need to allow yourself time to heal the heartbreak so that you aren't moving into or trying to find something to replace what you feel you lost or to, to fix what hurts, but you do that process yourself so that what is new can actually just come in and be what it is rather than needing to be something else for you. Um, so that's why this would say not quite yet do we want to focus on looking for the new versus Let's finish whatever we need to do for ourselves to heal that heartbreak and move beyond the hurt so the hurt is actually left in the past rather than something we're still carrying with us. And then we will find that what we consider to be, well, one, it'll, it'll um, re-energize your picker <laughs> ability um, because the, 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 the picking process won't get filtered through the past hurt because we'll have moved beyond that. And two, it will open up other possibilities because energetically, if we're carrying around that hurt still, it creates this barrier for, for how people perceive us. Either they may think it's, it's somebody who is a little bit emotionally unavailable or it's a little bit too much work to try to get access to this person, uh, you know, or that kind of thing. Whereas if we have put that behind us, we're coming into something where energetically it's just open to rather than tentative or part of me is closed off that hopefully is okay with you. And you can just accept this little part that I open up. Right. Makes sense. Um, so, uh, and I pulled a card specifically just to ask when. And the card that came up is the sun card reversed. So one thing that that would point to is summer solstice, because uh, that's when the sun is at its peak. It's like the day of the sun, um, which is June 20th. So that would tell me that if you can use the next few months for that final healing process you need to go through, 
as you get towards the end of summer and into fall. I, I would anticipate, even though you said because we're moving into spring and summer, so you're thinking about new love and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think that fall is going to be a more auspicious time for you to think about love. Because fall has a very earthy energy, which means things, one, harvesting things from what it is that we have put effort or work into cultivating. So if you cultivate yourself by dealing with your own heartbreak, then we get to see the harvest or the results of that as the fall comes. Two, it's very earthy. So it's also a time when we may actually come across things that are a little more real or have a little more ability to... um, uh, to be more solid and stable and grow into something. So just because initially when you asked the question, you kind of based it around this seasonal aspect of things. Fall seems to be a more conducive time seasonally for you than spring and summer for finding the kind of love and relationship that you're looking for. Okay. Well, that makes sense. The nice thing is that it seems as if you've done some of the work. Because the Ten of Swords, Ten of Swords says that we're nearing the end of a long-standing period of pain or difficulty. So the fact that that shows up says we've already been through a lot and done a lot of the work. But there's still a little something left for us to do to finally close this particular phase and then move into the new because from the 10 we go to the ace so we're, we're not you know we want to make sure that we acknowledge the work you have done it's just there's a little bit more to do so that you can finally put the past and this past situation or person behind you and accept it as done in order to then move fully into what the future holds and be fully open and available to who and what the future holds rather than still having this part of you that is torn and pulled back into the past aspect and not able to fully give yourself to the future. Yeah, it's just, it's so many different thoughts about it for me. It's like, I I wonder if I should just end it in my head and think it's done when it doesn't feel done um, I wonder if I'm taking the right steps to move forward because I don't want to be waiting around for anyone. That's not me. But I don't lie when I do say I do still have feelings for someone. You know, I don't deny it. But I don't know if I should show, just totally close the door. And I wonder if I'm on the right path as far as trying to get into school that I am trying to get into, if this is the right path for me to move forward. So I am trying to take the steps to kind of just put one foot in front of the other and keep going, but... Well, I would um, one uh, one I would say because really the cards that we pulled here were specifically looking around the love relationship question, but because of the six of swords and the two of pentacles reversed, both of those, you know, like I said before, there are other things that are more important for you to be focusing on right now, which may also mean this would be trying to throw one too many things into the pot. So therefore, continue moving in the direction and focusing on the things you already have going on, like the school thing, et cetera. And don't let the love relationship thing get in the way, which can mean both. Don't let the past interfere with how you make decisions and where you decide to move towards in your life. And two, don't let the, the future prospect of love and relationship 
get in the way of the energy and focus you need to be putting into the things, the other things that you have to be um, making happen in your life right now. Because it, it, trying to deal with love and relationship right now would just be too many, too much, too many. Uh, and we want to just stay focused on the other things. Two, everything here says, yes, we need to um, close the door and say this past thing is done for now. It may come up in the future, who knows, but that's not how we want to operate in our life. It's time to let it be done so that you can have a blank slate for the future rather than a slate that's partially already colored over because you keep holding space for something from the past that never allows what the future may hold to fully come in and offer you what it has to offer. Right. Do you ever, do you pick up any energy around um, me and the person from my past or this person that I was thinking of dating now? Do you ever, do you feel things like that or no? Well, so first of all, the the reversed king, I'm sorry, the reversed emperor card comes up. And that tells us that if we keep moving in the direction we're going, we're never going to arrive at or hold on to the kind of person that we're hoping for or that we think we have created in our head that would be right for us. It's going to continue to be destabilizing. Um, you know, here in the deck that I'm using, actually, this card is called War. Uh, so there is a sense that we need to stop because a reversal would say we need to stop fighting this battle. We, not, we need to stop being at war regarding this person or this situation. Um, and, and this other person, you know, the reverse judgment card comes up. So there's a sense that that probably wouldn't be the best call. Um, it's kind of like saying the writing's on the wall, but we're choosing to ignore it, which means this person isn't ready or isn't interested or whatever. And yet we're going to try to say, well, but maybe. Um, so I, I wouldn't continue to put a lot of attention to that person either. But the, the bigger message here is really about I have to stop fighting this battle in my own head and, and, and bring peace of mind to myself. Find a, a truce that says, okay, it's time to put down my sword and allow this battle to be done rather than to keep fighting, trying to figure out, trying to hold on to, trying to wait for, trying to make sense of, trying to come up with an excuse or justification for not letting it be done because it's just going to get bloodier. It's like the reverse war, that, that card reverse, it's just going to get bloodier and deadlier the more I continue to engage. It's just going to continue to rip my heart into more and more shreds if I don't just stop now. Okay. I'll just focus, keep focusing on myself and work and school. Well, yeah, for the next few months, perfect. And then the fall is probably when you will be more ready and it'll be a better time in terms of better timing for you to then turn your attention and focus towards love and relationship. Right. All right. Well, I'll do that. Okay. Well, thank you. You are welcome. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. You too. And Happy Easter. Thank, thank you for calling in. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. So it looks as if that has gotten to everyone that was in the queue for a reading today. So I want to thank everybody who has called in for doing so. Uh, and if you were just listening in, I want to thank you for listening. My name is Hi C. I'm the host of Revolution and of the Amethyst Oracle here on Blog Talk Radio, which you can check out on the Revolution on the second Sundays, Amethyst Oracle on the second Tuesdays of each month. You can listen to those or any of the shows here on the Soulvox Network in the archives of Blog Talk Radio, or you can find them on iTunes. You can find out more about me, HiC, at tarotbyhiC.net. Uh, if you'd like to set up a private session, uh, then I am happy to do that with you, either in person in the San Francisco Bay Area or by FaceTime, Skype, or phone. Um, we can do it from wherever you are in the world. Uh, and I would also encourage you to find us on Facebook, like our pages, and offer insights, ask questions, give feedback. Um, Facebook, we have the, there's a Soulvox page in general if you want to go there. Uh, you can also go to my page, uh, Tarot by High C. I also have pages for the Revolution show as well as the Amethyst Historical show if there was something specific about those that you wanted to engage in conversation about. So thank you for listening, and I will look forward to uh, being here with you again in a couple of weeks for Revolution, two weeks from now. Um, and I'll remind you that every fourth Sunday of each month, we do offer this all-call-in show where you have a chance to receive a reading live on the air from various hosts of uh, shows here on Soulvox, as well as guest readers and guest hosts that we also bring in. So thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of this day. And we will look forward to being with you again next time. Thank you for joining us. This program was brought to you by Firefly Willows L-I-V-E. We hope you enjoyed the show. This is Deb Caracella. Please join us next time on Firefly Willows L-I-V-E for Healing Conversations with Mildred Lynn McDonald, Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m.